Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CAC Show. We are back once again like we are every single Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. I, of course, am Frenchzilla. I'm Sarah Summers over here hanging out. Well, speaking of Sarah Summers, I would like to personally thank her for helping us on Facebook get some more likes. Uh, Her page is blowing up. The CAC show is blowing up our page. We've got some great guests coming up. And, Sarah, once again, I want to thank you, and I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but last last week we had you, you weren't uh, feeling too good. No, last week I had a birthday party for my oldest daughter. It was her 10th birthday. I told you that. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the week before. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing anymore between the comic books and, and everything else. I'm just a scatterbrain. <laughs> Life's so busy. <laughs> no, well, you my... know, I can say that all I want. I can say that all I want, but but you actually wrestle. You know, you're an active competitor. You're out there on the indie scene, you know, wrestling, you know, one city one night and then a different city another night. I mean, what is that like compared to, like, just hosting a podcast? I mean, is it really as grueling as, as I've, you know, gotten a small glimpse of? The, the traveling to me is almost more of a toll on my body than the actual wrestling itself. Because I'll drive three, four hours to get to a show, work a 15-minute match, get back in the car, drive four hours. I'm in the car more than I'm in the ring. <laughs> that, oh, I can't even imagine that. You hear these WWE guys say, oh, yeah, you know, we're on the road at least four days a week. And I'm thinking to myself, I couldn't imagine that. And half the time they're in what? Would you say like two or three different cities in those four days? Yeah, I mean, the big stars are, the big WWE stars. They'll go from... Cincinnati one night to St. Louis the next night, back up to Michigan, and then down to Kentucky. I mean, they go all over the place. Yeah, I I can't imagine that. I mean, just driving from – because I'm in Detroit. I drove from Detroit in Michigan, which is basically the – almost the easternmost part of Michigan. I drove all the way to Galena, Indiana back in March, which is almost really – I think it's like 50 miles or 30 miles or something away from the Iowa border. So that was like a nine-hour ordeal, that drive, especially with all the tolls and the stopping and all that. And just getting there, I literally felt like I hadn't stood up in, in months. Even though I would stopped, you know, several times, like having to get gas, uh, it just, like, I couldn't imagine that. And then driving down to uh, Indiana again for, you know, that wrestling event where I went and helped Cack uh, and Jack win the UWA tag belts. That trip itself was six hours all the way there with no stopping. And just getting out of the car, I was like, man, I, even just this, I have so much more respect for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's it takes more of a toll on my body just sitting in the car. Farmer gets aggravated with me because, like, every hour on the hour I want to stop and stretch. Like, well, you'll thank me when you can walk when we get there. <laughs> Well, here, let me ask you this, because I've been wanting to ask you this for a long time, and I don't think I ever did. 
And I know it's going to probably sound like a really asinine, stupid question, but it's just my curiosity is peaked. What is it like after you have a match? And it doesn't have to have been like a really long, hard-fought, grueling match, but when, when you're done and you've been in the ring for, you know, X amount of time, do you really start to feel, you know, that, that kind of aching and, you know, uh, all the, the pressure of, of being in the ring and all that action that you went through? Does that happen, like, would you say within, like, the first couple of hours? Or is that something that, like, is literally not something until, like, hour, hours and hours and hours later? I generally don't feel anything until, usually until I get home and possibly the next day because my adrenaline is going and, you know, I'm around all my friends and my people and, and it just, my brain's not thinking about it. But when I wake up the next morning, I feel every bit of it, so. Well, would you say that there's anybody specifically that you've been in the ring with that, like, the next day it felt like you'd been run over by, like, a Mack truck? Well, yeah, I don't know if you saw the – well, I showed you the picture of the bruises Paris left on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paris and I, we go, we go all out. I mean, we don't pull – We, I mean, of course, we pull our punches, but we're we're scrappy. She's a scrappy little thing, and you got to keep up with her because if you don't make enough contact, she looks at you and she goes, kick me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's She's always scrappy. a great thing to hear. She's what, five foot three? She's four foot ten. Oh, she's as small as my mom. I thought she was five foot three. Um, I'm five foot three. (laughs) Paris is one of the only women that I am taller than. (laughs) Oh, my sides are hurting already. Tiny. (laughs) She is. She's tiny. Whenever we like lock up and we're doing our, you know, arm ringers or chain wrestling, it's. I have to duck down so low just to get under her arm, and I'm not used to that. God love her, though. Well, you know, speaking of uh, people that you love, uh, I, I got to tell you right now, and this is gonna make, it's going to bring up the fanboy in me. I, I apologize for anybody that's listening, but uh, a, a year ago, and this is just on a personal note, a year ago, I, I was really wanting to get into comic books. I've been wanting to my whole life. And uh, I kind of came across some people that have been very inspirational. I've mentioned many times, and we've had them on our show several times, uh, Dirk Manning and Tom Hutchison, very instrumental and key people in, you know, getting me started on my road to make my own comic books. Uh, but one of the first people that I contacted that I really wanted to uh, work with and, and get some kind of uh, collaboration going, whether it was a cover or even just like a, a little sketch just for something uh, for other you know artists that were going to do work for me to work on, just somebody I just knew I had to work with. Uh, and that was Shannon Mayer. And, and I hope I say his name wrong, uh, right, because I know if I say it wrong, he's going to give me hell. And I apologize, Shannon. But uh, it just he's uh, just one of those guys that when you see his art, it, it just takes you aback. You know, you just look at it and it's, it, it blows you away. And he's got so many fans in social media and I know specifically people have just talked nothing but good about him. And, you know, I was really, really happy that we could finally get him on the show because I've been trying for just about a year uh, to get him on it. But, you know, he's such a busy guy. You know, people are constantly asking him for commissions, for covers. Uh, you know, he does work. I, I think the New York Times or uh, something in New York, like he just got covered uh, through like a magazine or something, if I remember correctly. We'll ask him about that. But uh, just, you know, amazing person to talk to. Uh, he's just been nothing but nice. Uh, and I want to bring him on now. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give a gracious, very warm welcome to our guest, Shannon Mayer. Thanks for the big intro. Thanks for the big intro, uh, friends. Um, <laughs> was that was that uh, digital applause there? Oh no, that was no, that I was actual applause. But... 
it, it was actual applause, but uh, you know, it was actually recorded. So I, I've had people say it sounds like pork chops cooking. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, thrilled <laughs> to be a part of the show here, guys. Well, you know, again, I, uh, you know, I don't mean to fanboy gush, but I'm a huge fan of your work. And ever since the first cover that I saw uh, that you did for Big Dog, you know, I knew I had to have it. And I sat there and talked to Tom Hutchison, who just, you know, said nothing but great things about you for, God, 15, 20 minutes straight that we talked. Uh, and it just nothing about, uh, you know, nothing bad, just about how incredible your work was and everything. And uh, I, I've become such a huge fan. You know, I've shared your page on Facebook. I've always been a supporter. And uh, I'm just very happy, and uh, I want to thank you again so much for joining us because, you know, you're just one of those guys who, when you see their work, it, it just makes you want to see more. Uh, so can you give us a little bit of a, a rundown on, uh, you know, your journey, how you've uh, gotten from, you know, start to where you're at today? Um, yeah, well, we can pick it up right in the middle. You, you mentioned Big Dog with Big Dog Inc. with uh, Tom and Kim uh, Hutchison, and they've been nothing but incredible to me. Um, right from the get-go. Uh, I've always had an interest in doing some comic book work. Um, people that have approached me in the past, I, I wasn't really thrilled with participating with them. You know, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a commitment. You know, it adds on top of what I'm already doing. But um, Kim initially approached me, and, and second, I saw the work that, that their company was putting out. I, I knew I wanted to be a part of it. And... To get the enthusiasm that they expressed in having me work with them, I, I was blown away. And from from then on, you know, it's it's been an adventure. Um, so uh, you know, thanks again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that Tom uh, might be listening because, like I said, he's a huge supporter of yours, just like I am. Uh, but what were your uh, your first actual uh, works in comics that were uh, published? It was through Big Dog Inc., correct? Uh, yeah, I, I did, the first thing I, that I did was um, uh, it was Legend of Oz, The Wicked West. Um, I got to do a cover of, uh, well, not Dorothy in, in their story. Uh, she's called Gail. Um, but I got to do a cover for that. And it, it was actually Tom's idea. He had a concept in mind. Um, he told me it was totally open. I could do my own concept. But he told me what he was thinking, and, and I just thought it was an awesome idea, and I really wanted to do it. Um, and uh, it was kind of funny. You know, I get enthusiastic about stuff that I'm going to work on, um, and he's, he's asking if he can have it in the next two or three months, and I think this was on a Friday, and I had it on his desk finished that Monday morning. So I was just so excited about it. I worked all weekend straight through on it. Um, and from then on, I, I guess they were pretty happy working with me because they knew they'd get it right away in the least, you know? Oh, yeah, there's nothing worse than, you know, when a collaboration takes longer and longer because either a script isn't delivered on time or, you know, the pencils aren't done or the inks are taking longer. And, yeah, I mean, when everything flows and everybody's like, you know, full force dedicated you know it's always great and that's definitely somebody that they you know anybody would want to have on their team is somebody that's reliable um yeah and um you know and and he was very happy with it i guess i was a little i was a little hesitant because i knew my stuff looked different that's why i had never really approached comic book companies before because i, I my work was more i guess a little bit more traditional i i come from an oil paint um, background, um, 
And, uh, you know, I guess more so, I always considered myself a fantasy artist. Um, and, uh, you know, I did that, that first cover for them, and I was still, oh, you know, are they expecting it to be more typical comic booky? Uh, but no, uh, you know, they were happy with it. They showed it to their fans. Uh, I guess uh, everybody was pretty pleased with it, you know, so it meshed well enough. Um, maybe, you know, maybe some of my covers are still considered to be more on the novelty end of it. Um, but, you know, novel is good for collectors as well, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, actually, that, it kind of leads to my next question a little bit. Uh, you know, as a comic book collector, uh, I, I know, like, almost down to the exact number of comics that I have. Uh, and I know that I'm the kind of person that, you know, I've got that OCD a little bit where uh, I know that no matter how many issues of whatever books I put out, you know, when people ask me, hey, how many have you done? I'll be able to tell them because in my opinion, I'm pathetic like that. That doesn't mean other people are pathetic like that. But I know other people, you know, know exactly how much they've done. Do you know exactly uh, how many pieces that you've done, like how many covers and all that? Uh, you know, honestly, it's just not that many. I've only been doing it now, uh, I don't know, a year and a half, two years um, so the comics, the cover work that I do, it's it's mixed in with well my my regular work. Um, so I mean, my God, it's just not it's just not that many. I don't even want to say because some of these comic artists they'll do that many in a month, you know. <laughs> um, but but I did uh, I have done most of the titles, you know, at least uh, one or two of most of the titles for for Big Dog. Um, I got to do uh, I got to do a cover uh, Nightingale for Wayne Gardner from uh, Crucible Productions. Uh, great guy, a lot of fun. Um, and uh, you know, um, now it looks like if I'm, I'm working with Big Dog Inc., I'll also uh, be uh, working with Aspen as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, got a cover that's hopefully coming out soon. That's going to be something interesting. Um, I think a few people will be a little bit surprised and happy to see it. So I, I won't ruin the surprise, but I'm thinking that we'll have something to look forward to with. Uh, a new cover through Big Dog and Aspen. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that because when that announcement was made that they were merging, I was so, so excited. And, of course, just like I'm a, I'm a big fan of yours, I'm a big fan of Tom's, big supporter of Big Dog, Inc., and uh, it, it's an exciting time because, you know, it'll be a, a chance for you to dabble in some new characters and new ideas and things. Uh, but you did touch a little bit on, uh, you said your other job. Uh, are, are you referring specifically to Balance GFX, which I assume means graphics? Um, yeah, uh, well, that's, that's, that's my, my company. Um, I do, um, uh, uh, gaming, uh, casino gaming. So, uh, I've been doing that for a long time. Um, the, naturally the bright, vivid colors, uh, work very well in that industry. Um, so that's really been my bread and butter, butter, um, you know, it's it's great work to do. I've enjoyed it. Uh, companies have been really good to me. Um, actually, it's it's the first place where I started to get a little bit of notoriety, some some recognition for the work that I did. Um, I, I think it it stood out there, and some of the companies took notice. So is is really, you know, they've really been good to me. 
Well, you know, since you're, we're talking about how you're going to, you know, possibly be, you know, working with these new characters and anything, is there a specific, specific, I guess, uh, you know, like, I know that the question probably gets asked a lot, and people say, hey, who would you want to work with for Marvel, or who would you want to work on for DC? Uh, is that something that you think about a lot? You know, I mean, are you, like, a fan of Iron Man or any of those characters where you're like, wow, I just really want to work on those one day? You know, honestly, no. There's no specific company that I, that I, you know, dream of working for. Um, there's work that I get really enthusiastic about. Um, I'm not going to mention this. I, I still, I still want to do Lady Death. Uh, had some plans to do that, you know, been on hold, but hopefully that'll, that'll come through soon. And, uh, I would, I would really love to get my hands on that. Um, was going to do it about a, a year ago. Uh, just didn't work out at the time, but maybe that's for the best because, I think I could do a much better job now. Um, I, I feel that my, my work's grown a lot. Um, got a little little grittier as of recently, and uh, I think maybe, maybe we can come up with something really good for Lady Death there. Well, I, I personally, you know, describe your work to a lot of people as being very lifelike and very realistic. Uh, so would you would you agree with that? And uh, actually, to kind of stretch on that a little bit. And I don't mean to get too personal because I know certain artists they, and even writers don't like to uh, give away all the secrets of how they do things. But uh, it, it, does it get so realistic like that uh, because of like a certain method that you use, or is it just a case where uh, you know exactly in your mind what you see when you draw with your hand? Because as anybody can attest, it's not as easy as just drawing what you see in your head. Well, you know, I'm going to give you a much shorter answer on that than you'd expect. It's all in the eyes. If you can bring the eyes to life, you, you bring the you bring the character to life. Um, sometimes, you know, I, I really got to remind myself of that because, you know, I'll, I'll rough it out. I'll be working through it. I'll get tied up in this, that, or the other. But at some given point, there's like a whisper in my mind just saying the eyes. It's all about the eyes. Bring it back into the eyes. Um and uh that that'll govern the rest of the the rest of the piece you know if you if you break it down section by section um maybe i got a a bit of detail a uh, fair amount of of shading and dimension that you don't typically always see um but when somebody's talking about you know sh the character really looking alive it's because of the eyes you know, I honestly would agree with that. I think it, uh, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think it kind of like is the same with movies and TV and uh, things of that nature where, you know, if you're watching a movie and the character uh, that you're watching is in tears, it sometimes will, you know, you'll look over and see the person next to you in making the same first face that person's making on the screen because it's listening that kind of a reaction. So I think absolutely you're right because I, I come to think of it, I look at a lot of these covers that I see from all these different companies, and that's one of the first things I look at is the eyes. And, of course, you know, you get your characters like Batman that always have the white eyes, so there's really not much going on there. But uh, yeah, absolutely. If you if you look into the eyes and they look realistic and, and you can see the emotion and you know what what obviously is intended behind that you know set of eyes, I, I think it it brings it to life. I think you're absolutely right. Oh uh, yeah, you, you're absolutely right as well. Um, you brush on some very good points there. Um, getting any kind of emotional response out of somebody that that looks at your work, uh, you know that's that's really the the goal. Um, if there's a spark, any kind of emotion, then there's something about the piece that captivates them, whether it makes them happy or sad or um, 
just enthusiastic, you know, any any way to get a rise out of them, um, then, then you know you got something of value. Well, let me uh, let me ask you this. This is a, a question that you know is going to be interesting, considering the fact you know that you said that there's not really any specific heroes or anything like that that or any companies that you're really you know like dying to work for. Uh, but would you say the same thing about you know if you had the chance to uh, create like your own book? I, is that something that you would uh, plan to do, or is that something that you want to do in the future? Is uh, have your, like your own creation that maybe you just provide covers for? Um. I have, well, I would say that I'm very inspired to be a part of creating a book. Um, I, I spent a lot of time working on my own stuff. So if you haven't realized, a, a great percentage of the work that I share in social media is personal works. Um, and that's that's where I've actually you know captured a fair amount of the audience that I do have it is actually off of my personal works. It wasn't through big-name publishers or anything like that. Um, so I'm always throwing around ideas with concepts or characters, maybe create a character and this will inspire a story or have a storyline and work on characters. Um, recently I've been, I've been working on something that I, I would think is a good idea, um, you know, dream big, you know, it could be a comic book, but would this lend itself to being a movie someday? So, you know, I get enthusiastic about it. So I'm always working on something like that, looking looking for the looking for an idea. Well, favorite uh you know comic book characters or favorite comic book covers, do you have any? Do you like have like a list? Is there any ones uh like specifically that you look at and uh just have to marvel at them? Um, there are, you know, I would have, I would have to say no. There are so many incredibly talented people working in this industry. Um, like like I said, fundamentally, I'm still very new to it. I've I've been doing the illustration work um, for for a long time. Um, you know, numerous outlets, but the comic book world, it's still pretty new to me. Um, and I look what they're doing. And I, I just the the level of talent. You know, when I first started working with Big Dog Inc., some of these artists were new to me. I wasn't familiar with them, but I became their fans like overnight. I just saw this work. You know, Tom and Kim, you know, shared some of the covers and interiors so that I get a, a feel for the characters and what they were looking for me to do. And I I was introduced to these artists, and I was just blown away by by all of them. Um, Many of them, they they do work that's very different from what I do, but I still appreciate it. I get enthusiastic about seeing the line work. I could just ramble on and on and on. Um, but I would say I'm a big fan of all of them. Well, you know, probably let's, let's not quite the answer bit, you're then. looking for. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that, that's 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 totally okay. Hey, you know, the the thing is, is we just want you guys to be honest, you know, and just uh, you know answer the questions how you feel, you know, I mean, like, that's the one thing we try not to do is, like, bombard people with questions they don't want to answer, you know, but uh, sometimes people will just straight up ask, and then, like, I've had wrestlers on before where somebody said, hey, ask them this question, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe to answer your question on a little bit of a tangent, but maybe what you're getting at, um, 
artists that inspire me. Um, if we go to you know my background, like I said, ori- originally I was an oil paint artist. You know, I wanted to be a, a book cover artist, um, and uh, fantasy art was really my thing. I wasn't so much into uh, the dragons and the knights and stuff like that, but uh, this the surreal kind of ethereal work that that is what really inspired me. Um, you know that traces back to guys like Frank Frazetta and Boris Vallejo and Michael Whelan and and all the guys that were originally doing TSR, Larry Elmore, Jeff Easley, Keith Parkinson, guys like that. Um, that's the kind of work that I that I grew up on. These are the guys that I looked up to. They were just doing wild things that, you know, I just hoped one day, you know, just one day I could do something like that. Um, and and I think even even in the work that I I do today, maybe it's a little you know crisper uh, uh, than some of this more traditional work, but you, you can still see influences in there. I mean, these are the guys that I grew up with, so that always stays with you. Well, here's here's a question that I ask uh, you know a lot of the artists and uh, writers that we get on the show, and it's something that I haven't experienced yet myself, and I'm really looking forward to it. And that is, uh, what was it like for you the first time you actually had uh, one of those comics in your hand with your you know cover work on it? Like, what what kind of emotions were you feeling? I mean, I, I, obviously, I think a lot of us can guess, but you would never know unless you ask, right? Huh. Well, yeah. Um, that. That was a whirlwind for me. I am I am used to I'm I'm very used to being behind the scenes. Um so throughout most of my career, uh whatever outlet that I was working for, um we weren't put in the spotlight. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I've done the gamings, I've I've worked in broadcast. Um it it was always 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 in the background. Um and usually the companies that I worked for didn't really want to advertise their artists because, well, other people would just scoop them up and, and steal them. So, you know, there was even limitations on what you could share publicly, what you could put online. You know, promoting yourself was very limited. And I wasn't used to that with the comic books that they wanted to promote the artists. That part of, you know, bringing in the fans and selling their work was publicizing the artist and who did it. It was exactly the opposite of what I've always been used to. And um, I did my first cover for Big Dog Inc. That was The Legend of Oz. And they invited me out to a show in Philadelphia. It was just for one day. Um, but it was was my first appearance at a show. I had no idea what to expect. I thought I was just going to kind of hang around with them, and I, I don't know. I just didn't expect much. And I walked in at the show, and there were people waiting for me. I, I didn't understand the concept of it. It just didn't compute with me. Um, you know, I, I thought I'd have to introduce myself to people, but, you know, they already they got the book out. They have their fan base. They They promoted it. They you know, said who the artist was. It was exactly the opposite of everything that I've ever been used to. And, well, you know, you know, I know that there's a lot of, uh, you know, different things that happen when you get, you know, those different, uh, 
those different situations because like I've had a lot of stop and go and stop and go uh, with the work. Uh, but have you have you has your experience overall been you know a pleasant one with comics? I mean, would you say that it's been uh, you know something that you're glad you got into? Oh, um, uh, absolutely through and through. Um, doing the shows are the highlight, you know, of, of my year. I, I only do a, a few shows a year, um, so I really have time for. Uh, but they're absolutely a, a highlight. You know, it, it's work, but it's also a vacation for me. It's it's a, a time off from what I usually do, and I, I get to I get to go to the show, and it's filled with people that are inspired with the same kind of stuff that inspires me. Um, when I'm when I'm at a show, you know, and I got my own table, or if I'm a guest of a publisher, I still get out there and I go through Artist Alley and. Uh, check out everybody's work. Talk to as much people as possible. Um, it's it, it's good to feel inspired. Well, you mentioned you know the, the shows, the uh, conventions, signings. Uh, what do you have coming up in the future here uh, in terms of signings and appearances and all that? Like, uh, is there anything that you're going to be doing specifically where people can come and see you? Um, well, I'm definitely going to be doing the two New York shows. Um, and I would like to I would like to get up to Chicago again. Um we'll see if if Big Dog invites me or even if they don't, maybe I'll get my own table up there. But I had a I had a really great time at the show up there. Um so that's something I'd really like to do again. Um and otherwise uh you know, it it it's open. I haven't committed to any specific shows yet. So definitely two coming up this year, and uh, maybe add a, a couple. I did Hartford, I guess over the summer as well. I think that was their first show. Um, maybe uh, maybe following through again, it could be could be interesting. Well, this is the part where uh, you know we're almost out of time. So uh, go ahead and uh, you know plug all your social media stuff, your Twitter, your Facebook. Where can people find you? Um, well, pretty easy. The best place to find me is on Facebook. That's where I have the largest collection of my work, um, and that's really my hub. That's that's where I'll announce other things. Um, even if you want to find me on Twitter or Google Plus or or LinkedIn or whatnot, I usually give a shout out so you can find that information there. So you can find uh, Shannon um, uh, Shannon Mayer Art. So that's Facebook slash Shannon Mayer Art. You'll find me there. Um, and uh, all my other social media is the same. It's, it's, it's my name. <laughs> well, I definitely want to thank you again for joining us. Uh, this has been a huge treat for me. Again, I'm a huge fan. I, I hate to be all fanboy and everything and, uh, you know, uh, kind of go off on a little tangent here. But uh, I'm definitely looking more, uh, forward to seeing more of your work. And, uh I'll be uh, sharing your page and uh, letting people know about it. And uh, now that I know your Twitter, uh, I'll actually uh, probably send you a bunch of follows tonight, too. Okay, well, that's great. Thank, thanks so much, Fringe, for having me on. I, I really enjoyed it. So, <laughs> Sorry, I hate to you know, end it like that kind of creeper moment. Somebody's watching me. <laughs> no worries, no worries. That was awkward. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was. You know, I, I, told, I told him I was going to turn into a fanboy. I couldn't help it. Uh, but again, uh, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a great night. And uh, definitely in the future, if you just want to let us know uh, if you've got some appearances coming up or anything that you want us to cover or you just want to 
stop in and uh, you know do another interview and uh, talk some more. Just let us know. We'll make it happen. Oh, absolutely. I'll look forward to it. Thanks again, guys. Thank All you. Right, thank you, my friend. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. This is it's such a huge treat for me because I have been such a huge fan of his work for over a year that I've been seeing it, and I've just been dying, dying to get him on this show because I knew he had an interesting story. And, you know, I forgot to touch on that uh, that New York Times thing. I, I couldn't remember if it was New York Times or what, but something covered him for his art recently. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get that information, and I'll make sure to announce it next week. But, uh, Sarah, I know that uh, you kind of went into sleep mode a little bit because you're, you're not really huge into comics, but uh, have you ever seen his art before? I have not, but I uh, I did agree with you guys on the it's all in the eyes thing because when you look at the cover of a comic book, if the character's got a really intense eye, it, it draws you to that as opposed to the one next to it that's cartoony eye. Yeah, he's one of those, like I said, he's one of those artists that, at least to me, I think his work is, is so realistic and so, it's so good, and it, it's it's inspiring to the point where when you look at it, you kind of get lost in it, and that's not your typical, you know, the outside of, you know, a typical fan for comics perspective, because people that aren't really in tune or huge fanboys, they might not think that comic book art is, is you know, realistic and is involved as what he does, and that's why, another reason why I love it so much, and you know, it was really good to, uh, you know, finally get a chance to talk to him and, you know, let him know that I appreciate his work because I'll tell you this right now, as many people as I've met in this industry, there's very few of them that have been as nice to me as he have, has. And you weren't geeking out at all. Not at all. I mean, I wasn't kissing his ass at not even one bit. No, not not even a little. <laughs> I, I can't help it. I mean, it, it, you know, that's the thing is like, I'm, I'm right now, you know, working with Dino Agor, you know, I've been a fan of his for over a year. I've only been working with him about a little over six months and just one of those guys who is so nice, so pleasant to deal with that even though I'm a fan of his and I, and I'm constantly like, Oh, I love your work so much. He's always like, just brushing it off. Like, Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. But you know, I, I feel like that's just a respectful thing to do. If you enjoy somebody's work, I, I feel like, you know, at least in my opinion, if somebody enjoys my work, I'm going to like to hear that it impacted them and had a good, you know, uh, influence on them. I am. I mean, you send me your art all the time and I, I love it. And I always tell you, I love it. You always send me those pictures and I love looking at them. They're so cool. You're, you're one of the few people that I ever, you know, kind of share that stuff with because I do value your opinion. And, and you know, just like I am with Shannon Mayer, I, I'm a huge fan of Sarah Summers. And I've shared your page. I, I've told people about you. I've had you on the show several times before you were so nice to join us as a co-host. Uh, it's just who I am. You know, I like to help and, and promote other people. And there's nothing better than helping and promoting people that really deserve the attention. Uh, you know, like Paris uh, Kelly and like uh, – uh, Cody, uh, the one only, you know, I mean, great guy, hilarious, and eventually I'm going to get in the ring with him, and he's probably going to beat the hell out of me. Yeah, he, oh, Cody's a teddy bear. Don't be silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I doubt he's a teddy bear in the ring, though. He just looks big. <laughs> well, I'm only five foot eight, so, yeah, he's going to be big next to me. Yeah, he's he's about six. Well, no, he's right at six foot, because he's not much taller than Farmer. Farmer's 5'11", so... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always a possibility, so I guess. Him, seeing him standing next to Paris Kelly, you know, four foot ten, six foot one, it's kind of her. His beard is taller than she is. <laughs> 
Uh, I've seen the pictures of them together, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, it's, it's, you know, we were talking about uh, a second ago about uh, the art, you know, I send you and everything. Um, there's one uh, page that hopefully uh, once my buddy clears it and I'm allowed to show people, uh, you are one of the first people I want to show this to. And uh, that buddy, of course, is my good friend Aaron Moore, who right now, uh, if you have a chance, go on Kickstarter and look up If Powers. His Kickstarter is going, uh, not asking for much money, just a little bit of money to recoup some of the spending that he's done. Uh, he's Pretty much this book is going to happen, uh, whether the Kickstarter goes through or not. And it's going to be a great thing. There's so many different amazing talent that are involved, including Dirk Manning, who just put a Kickstarter up that within less than four days has almost $10,000. Uh, there's Holy so many crap. talent. I mean, I, so, yeah, so many I can't even remember off the top of my head. Uh, and I'm honored. I'm so honored to be involved in that. And, of course, that is our good friend, Aaron Moore. Welcome him back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. That was a segue. I didn't even realize that was a segue. <laughs> that worked out. <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, <laughs> well, it was a segue, yes. Uh, but then again, I was originally planning to have him on at the beginning of the show, but I wanted to give him at least you know more than just like five minutes to talk. Uh, so, Aaron, tell us a little bit more. Uh, you know, whatever I didn't cover. Oh, man, you you, you covered a lot of the basics. Um, yeah, basically, yeah, like you said, the the book is going to happen um, either way. Um, a, a big part of the goal is uh, just being able to uh, print copies of the book, and I would like to be able to send free copies of the book to the people that have worked on it. Uh, at least, if, if anybody if anybody owns the book, it'll be the people who worked on it. If anything, you know. Um, so I'm giving people the chance to um, be a part of it, and um, we're offering a lot of great rewards, um, including uh, original action figures that we're working on that. Um, you know, I plan to do, you know, many of the different uh, individual characters that are part of the book. Um, there's creators from all over the globe, um, different writers, different artists, inkers, colorists. Um, I really tried my best to just uh, spread the uh, the art love around and uh, give everybody a chance to uh, to be a part of it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like I just mentioned, I'm, you know... Obviously, I'm one of the writers for one of the stories. It's just a one-pager, but it's actually being done right now by artist uh, Jay Saliva, great guy, amazing artist. I'm, I'm actually really happy that you were willing to have him draw the page because I have him doing a cover for the Light Earth book, and I was thinking to myself, wow, you know, it would be really cool to see him do an interior page. And then when you said yes, I was like, oh, this is just perfect. So uh, once you gave me the okay, he's like, I'm getting on it right now. Just another one of those artists like Shannon was talking about, you know, when you're reliable and you go out of your way and you make sure that you're dependable and you're there and you get stuff on time or even early, which is always better, uh, you know, it, it's going to be one of those things where people are going to want to use you more. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And, uh, you know, I literally have a, a page of uh, vapor pulled up in front of me that I've been coloring today. And <laughs> it's just so... Yeah, it's just uh, comics, comics, comics everywhere you look right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the Kickstarter goes, like I said, I just, yeah, I just added, you know, every $5 or more, you get your name in the back of the book and a bunch of extra goodies, some goodies. Uh, there's a lot of early bird specials for people. You know, I like people like that, so... Well, I'm going to make sure to uh, post the link on the CAC show page when we uh, get off the air here. 
Uh, Aaron, thank you again for uh, for joining us. Uh, you know, did you want to plug the uh, the Facebook page and all that stuff and uh, give everybody the links? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, RIA Comics, uh, Rage in Action. Uh, you can just Google that. Uh, DeviantArt, Facebook, everything. You can find under that. Um, also, you know, If Powers, If Zombies, uh, that the whole the whole realm there. If you Google any of that, Kickstarter, any of that, everything will pop up. Uh, also, Facebook, you know, you can just find us right through the CAC page, do links. Um, you'll see me tagging it, liking, commenting. Just say hey, and we'll get talking. Give you some more information. <laughs> Thanks for having awesome. me on. Well, you know you have my support. You, hey, you know you have my oh, support, yeah. man. I'm going to keep mentioning it until it's yeah. over. I can't, I can't wait to see uh, Jay's. I saw the rough layouts, and I'm just blown away. He got your He got your script down. Um, yeah, I, I just I can't be happier for all the all my friends and everybody that wants to be a part of this and everything that's happening. It's awesome. So thanks again for your support and getting me on the show and talking about it. God, oh, man, it's never never an issue. I'm, I I love having you on. Your your your. I don't have any favorite guests per se because I don't favor anybody over anybody else. But I do love it when people come on the show that enjoy coming on the show, like Sarah. Uh, it's why I was so happy when she said she would be the co-host because every time she comes on, it's always a hoot. She's you know, very entertaining, very funny, and she doesn't play any games, you know, and I've told, I've said this a million times on the show, and I'll say it again, I'm scared of nothing, but Scara scares the shit out of me. Right, no, right, stop. right, no, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, no my, my call today was short and straight to business, so hopefully next time we'll be able to, you know, just talk some random comic talk or something. <laughs> Well, hey, you have a standing invitation, my friend, because if this thing's going for another month, you know, another month and a half, whatever, uh, you know, we'll bring you on every week, give you a few minutes to talk and just uh, mention updates, do whatever you got to do. And uh, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad that, you know, everything's going good and I'm taking great delight in how dark that page is because, you know, if people walk away and look at that book and are happy with it from everything that we've done, I mean, even one person being happy, in my opinion, that's all that matters, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and I I like it too because the book, you know, there's just an equal mix of light and dark and everything. You know, the book overall is for mature readers, but there's, you know, we we have one where a teddy bear and a toy horse come to life. You know, we got there's everything. You know, so yeah, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> Yeah, and like I said, we'll uh, we'll keep uh, letting people know, and we'll keep uh, posting it and sharing it on Facebook and in social media. And again, I want to thank you, my friend. And we're out of time, so of course we will see everybody back here next week, uh, same time, 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll have a little bit of a longer show too. Unfortunately, this week we had to cut a few things. And uh, for everybody that was you know tuning in for the uh, Travis Desmond, uh, unfortunately we had to reschedule. He will be on the 19th of this month. We'll make sure to let everybody know as a reminder next week, and we will also post that on Facebook and in social media as well. So I want to thank everybody for joining us. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Aaron. Everybody, I hope you have a great week, and we will see you next week.